Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by Natalie Dunn. So, do you smell that? Do you uh, you smell that? It smells uh, do you, do you smell it? You got a blank look on your face. I can't tell if you smell it or not. What do I smell? It smells uh, it smells kind of poopy. <laughs> kind of uh, kind of like a an asshole. It's Am I the Asshole Part Two. My French, but you're an asshole. That's right. We teased it in the last podcast, and now we are doing it this week. This is Am I the Asshole Part Two. If you weren't here with us for Part One, Am I the Asshole is a little thing they do on the Reddit, which is a social media website. I don't really do Reddit. I know you're not really perusing the Reddit. But essentially, people go on this website, and they go to the world with a problem, and they can't tell if they're an asshole in a certain situation or not. So they ask, am I the asshole or am I not the asshole? Now, we did it kind of wrong last time, where we just said whether the person posting was the asshole or not. Apparently, there's this whole this whole curriculum and this whole system to what they're doing. There's actually four options, right? It's not just one. There's four different options on how to rate who is the asshole in the situation. I'll get to it right here. So number one is not the asshole. If you choose not the asshole, that means the original poster is not the asshole and the person they're in conflict with is the asshole, right? Did you get that? Got it. Number two is you are the asshole. If you are the asshole, that means the person posting is in fact the asshole. Number three, no assholes here. no one in the situation is an asshole. They just own one, I assume. And number four, everyone sucks here, which means everyone in the situation are fucking jerks. Okay. You got that? You think we got a good system going? We'll, we'll try. Now, how do you think the last time we did this one? I, I can't even remember them, to be honest. Last time we talked about a woman who named her kids after deceased cats. So That's true. Um, it really can only go, I guess it could go either way from there, unfortunately. Am I the asshole? Question number one. Hillary, take it away. Okay, so we're going to start off kind of light, kind of easy, and then build into some bigger ones. This one's really simple. The title is, Am I the asshole for signing on the line? At work, we have to sign records almost weekly as a department. Each of us, in no real order, sign our name on a table. Two columns, tons of rows. One to print, one to sign. I have a Z in my name. As such, when I sign, the tail dips into the cell beneath me a bit. I could sign in the middle of my cell, but then I'd be writing in open air, Disgusting, especially when I just printed on the line in a previous column. A coworker came up to me and complained that I was getting into cells beneath mine. But the fucker, his words, the poster's words, has no letter with a tail in his name. Of course he thinks it's easy to just not dip into a lower cell. I started open air signing to be considerate, but I hate it. Also, he's a micromanaging jerk. I want to sign on the line guilt-free. Help me. So first reactions. Um, She seems very angry over something that I feel like you shouldn't be very angry over. I feel like this is one of those situations where we're not hearing about the root of the problem. Like this person sounds like they absolutely hate their job and their co-workers. And this is just the manifestation of their hatred. So the question is, is she the asshole for signing on the line as opposed to as opposed to what? Signing above the line so that the Z in her name, which she must be talking about, like writing a cursive Z because a Z itself doesn't go below the line. But writing like like signing a Z, it does. So it sounds like they don't want to write their name higher than the line so that the Z doesn't go below the line. 
which again, I feel like this is just, I feel like this person is just has like hatred fueling their soul. And this is just another thing. So I feel like this person is overreacting. I do too. Um, at first glance, now has she talked to this other person about signing on the line or where they're signing on this sheet? Because I feel like most people really wouldn't think about where they're signing. And are these documents on display? Because who the crap cares where you're signing as long as your signature is on that piece of paper, just send it on and who cares? Right. Yeah, I I think that this person is definitely um, overreacting. I think that they are the asshole. I do too. But now I'm curious. Do you think think Mr. T is also an asshole? I'm not following. Because she called him disgusting at one point. So would you say what he's doing is disgusting? Okay, I'm apparently lost on this. There was a lot for a very little problem. You were, so the poster didn't call the, the coworker who called them out disgusting. They called the prospect of signing in the middle of the cell and not signing on the line disgusting. So she didn't call the other person disgusting. She called signing in open air disgusting. Well, get the hell out of here. Really? This lady's Freaking whack, or the signer. I don't know if it's a lady. Lady man, anybody who is that disgusted about where they're signing on a line over a document that they're never gonna see again. So let me uh, let me get these. Let me just grab this notebook. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, yes, you are the asshole, which means uh, the original poster is the asshole in this situation. And you also agree, Natalie? Yes. All right, that one was a bit of a warm up. You know, we'll get more in depth. That one was a lot. That one was a lot for a little. Um, so we've got two, two you are the assholes, and we'll uh, we'll have Hillary give her opinion as well before moving on to the next one. I'm going to say not the asshole. As someone with a Y in her name, uh, you can't really help if you sometimes dip below the line. That's not really within your control. That's just the way that Ys work, or in this person's cases, cursive Zs work. Um, so whoever has the problem with you dipping into the other cell, I think, is the asshole. But she's the one with the problem. No, the other, the coworker called her out for it or called this person out for it. They're the one complaining about it when it's really something so minor that you shouldn't complain about someone with a lower dipping letter dipping into another cell. That's just how letters work. Oh, I totally misread that then. Is that what you were getting? Yeah. Oh. I still think they're not an asshole. Oh, you're or, saying- I mean, I think the person who wrote the post is an asshole. I don't think their coworker is. I think they were just trying to make the document look neater. Well, I was confused. We're all in different boats. I'm going to switch my answer. I think they're both assholes. I think it's a piece of paper, sign it and move on with your lives. <laughs> As somebody who argues about things like Taco Bell menu changes, I feel like I'm in a place to uh, talk about these things. <laughs> Question number two. He's an asshole. Am I the asshole for setting off the neighbor's dogs? This is a bit of a long one. The neighbors across the hall have dogs. Big, loud, anxious dogs. On top of this, they run some sort of janky dog care service out of their apartment, which consists of them statching a menagerie of random mongrels in their unit and then taking off for the day. The main offender here is their lab. To describe the noise it makes as barking doesn't even begin to cover it. Hold it's- on, hold on. Oh, I see imagery. <laughs> Bear with <laughs> 
It's really somewhere between shrieking and caterwauling, and it's so loud and consistent I am regularly driven from my home, if not to protect my nerves to protect my own dog, who sometimes begins vomiting from stress after an hour or so. It's very distressing on a few levels. My own misery aside, that is not a happy dog. I have spoken to them about it, even playing the recordings I've taken so they know I'm not exaggerating. The dogs are always pretty quiet when they return home, so I thought maybe they just weren't aware. I am being extremely kind with this assumption here, because I've literally heard them leave the apartment while the dogs are in the middle of a meltdown. I escalated to the landlord eventually. He was as horrified by my recordings as I am, frantically demanding I shut them off a couple seconds in because the noise was too hellish. He spoke to them about it too, but nothing changed. I gave up reporting them after a while. This has all come to a head during quarantine. I'm dutifully staying home and have nowhere really to go even if I did leave. They, on the other hand, have continued their routine. So friends, I got petty. I realized that the dogs tend to go apeshit at even the suggestion of a noise, and often when I'm simply walking through my foyer to get to the bathroom. This sets off a light bulb in my head one day, and I give my door a little tap-tap from inside. Sure as shit, those dogs lose their damn minds. So when the people got home that night, I waited for a bit until they seemed quiet and settled and gave my door another light tap tap. The dogs went crazy. The people started yelling and cursing. It was an utter cacophony. I felt in control of my own space for the first time in forever because for once they were being forced to listen to what I'd been listening to for the last six months or so. I've been retaliating in this way for a week now and it's extremely satisfying. My boyfriend thinks I'm, an, I'm being an asshole, but he's been stuck in Moscow and has no idea what it's like to live like this. I agree that I'm I'm being an asshole. That's not the debate here. What I want to know is if it's warranted assholery or if I'm totally out of line. I don't tend towards petty retaliation generally, but these people and those dogs have worked me into a state I can't think clearly when it comes to them anymore. All right, there's a lot to unpack right there. Um, first of all, menagerie, that's a great word. Um, this person, I think they thought a lot about this post, which it sounds like with good reason. It's been a while. Um, I sense a pattern coming with my answers, but I'm going to hold off right there. First of all, genius. Um, I think her retaliation is hilarious. Um, as far as her dog vomiting all the time, I think she needs to take it to a vet because stress is one thing. There may be something else wrong with her dog. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not a medical professional, but if my dog was vomiting from dogs barking, granted, I haven't heard these dogs bark, but I would think something was wrong. So that's, that's step number one. Take your own dog to a vet. You know, I know you're concentrating on the neighbor's dogs right now, but make sure little Puddles is doing okay. I wish she posted a recording. I wish she posted the actual recording. People need to know the sounds of Satan, if that's truly what these are. And that's, that's, that's my first takes, but I want to hear your first takes. I feel like, I think this person is acknowledging that they're being a little petty, um, and they are, but as someone who can also be a little petty, I think that I would probably, I think I would probably do the same thing in this situation if I'm being honest. Because one, I can't stand when people just let their dogs like be home alone and cry or let them stand outside and cry. Like I can't stand it. Not just because like I hate the sound of it, but like I can't stand like hearing a dog like asking to be let inside for more than like a few minutes because clearly they're being ignored and I just, I hate it. I hate right. it so much. So this would like very much upset me like deeply in my soul. Um, and I think that I would actually, I think I probably would have not been as patient as this person 
and have like gone through the correct channels. I don't know what I would have done, but I would be furious in this situation. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. They are housing these dogs as like a doggy daycare, correct? It sounds like some of them are hers and some of them are like, or some of them belong to them and some are dogs that are dog sitting. So one of the steps I would take is find whoever is taking their dogs there during the day and being like, hey, you shouldn't take little Fluffy over here. And here's why. Because it sounds like Satan is petting Fluffy and Fluffy doesn't like it. And Fluffy wants to get the crap out of here. And I think you should, you should give her that. Give her that grace. Get her out of here because it's awful. So first I would take not the owner's dogs out. Second, I would take that recording to animal control and be like, is this normal? Do these sound like happy dogs to you? And if they say no, then I would be like, okay, just just curious because I wouldn't want to give dogs to animal control. I would then sting an operation whew, middle of the night through the window and I would grab these dogs and take them in as my own until I found proper homes for them. Getting back to what we're actually talking about, I do like that she acknowledges that she is an asshole, but everybody gets, you know, you can be an asshole once in a while. Why not? I think this is warranted, but if we're going on the strict four-person uh, criteria, I would say everybody's an asshole. Everybody's an asshole up in here, left and right. That's what I would say. I think I agree that it's warranted. Now, I want to know, so this is during quarantine, so this could have been any time this year. I want to know if she's up the ante. I want a part two to this. <laughs> To see how far this really goes. Does this turn into an actual confrontation with those dog owners? I mean, you'd think it would at some point. But... Do you go back to the landlord? So what? So you're, you're a dog owner now, right? Mm -hmm. So what would you do? Granted, you live in a house now. But say you're back at your old apartment and you got Nezzy, right? Mm -hmm. And you have neighbors with dogs. And these dogs make such horrific sounds that Nezzy vomits within the hour every time. That's got to be puddles of puke. I mean, several times a day. It's also just just stressful. And I feel like if someone were to come to me and say, this is what your dog does when you're not home, I would be horrified. Like I would be so, I, I, I don't know what I'd do. Like clearly something needs to change. Like your dog is not happy. Your dog is not fine. You need to fix something about this situation. Now, there was a lot to unpack there. So I don't know if this was discussed or not. She said she has taken it to the owners, right? She said that she took the recording to the owners, and she also said that she took the recording to the landlord. So what did the owners say? Sounds like the owners didn't really care. Well, then fuck them. Give them a taste of their own medicine. If someone were to come to me with like that same thing and say, this is what your dog sounds like when you're not home, I'd be horrified. Oh, yeah. I would feel so bad. I would probably cry. Oh, I would. Like if dogs, cats, like if any animal is crying that awfully that something's wrong mm -hmm. so i would say i'm gonna you know just to go back just to clarify she admitted already that she's an asshole in the situation i don't know if i agree i think she's being a little petty but i think that's warranted um but because she said it and i like just dissing this out yeah both people are the assholes but she is the minor one and the other person is a major they're major asshole she's like private asshole she's down <laughs> on the totem pole agreed and you're saying not the asshole mm, yeah i think so because let's see let's going back to the specific great scale. Yes, not the asshole is the poster is not an asshole and the person in conflict is the asshole. So the not the asshole means the apartment owners are the assholes. I would go with that. Um, but because she admitted it, we'll go double whammy. Game show night. 
And final verdict from uh, the question asker. Uh, yeah, I would say that everyone sucks here just because it is an assholery thing to do. But she is absolutely justified in her assholery. And I definitely think that there should be a justified asshole option where, yes, you are being an asshole, but it is completely justified, in my opinion. Question number three. He's a total fucking asshole. Am I the asshole for eating sexy potatoes? <laughs> It honestly feels ridiculous that I have to post this, but my coworker has been getting onto me about this for weeks now, so I have to ask. My whole life, I've been eating potatoes by microwaving them, then biting into them, eating them hot dog style. This is the easiest, most convenient, and intuitive way for me to eat potatoes. Wait, slow up. Read that part again. My whole life, I've been eating potatoes by microwaving them, then biting into them, eating them hot dog style. This is the easiest, most convenient, and intuitive way for me to eat potatoes. What kind of a monster? Hold on. Uh, I think this is how people in Japan eat them. Or at least this is how I was taught by my Japanese parents to eat them. Whenever I go to the grocery store, I always pick out the most easily biteable potatoes, which are generally longer and thinner than most potatoes. So I work in an office of about 30 people. We all typically bring our own lunch, and I usually just eat at my desk while doing work. No one has ever commented about how I eat potatoes, but I do eat them quite frequently. Recently, a new person was hired, and she clearly has a problem with the way I eat potatoes. A couple times, she pulled me aside and asked that I just eat potatoes a more normal way. I asked her what she meant, and she said I was eating potatoes too suggestively. I was a little shocked because... I was a little shocked because I literally just have my eyes glued to my screen whenever I'm eating and barely pay attention to how I eat. I told her no one else seemed to have a problem with the way I eat potatoes, but she insisted others were just too polite to say anything. I asked a few other coworkers, who all were just as confused as me, about what she was saying. I figured no one else really had a problem with it, but this happened multiple times. She kept coming to me and asking me to tone down the way I eat, even accusing me of going out of my way to choose sexy potatoes. I've considered bringing them other ways, but this is just the easiest way for me to eat them, and they're honestly delicious like this to me. I asked her to maybe just not watch me eat, but apparently that's not feasible. Unfortunately, she reported me, and now I have a meeting with HR next week. This seems really dumb to me, but am I the asshole for eating sexy potatoes? I would like to clarify, first of all. Um, joking aside, when I called, said what kind of a monster... Eat how you want to eat. So although that's, I find that, you know, weird, that was mainly joking. Like, I would never judge somebody how they eat. At the end of the day, I probably eat things weird. In fact, a uh, quick anecdote, Cody, and I eat, like, I eat cheese sticks like this now too, but Cody in high school, his calling card, he wouldn't peel the, um, the cheese sticks, like the string cheese sticks. <laughs> he would just bite straight into it. And uh, high schoolers are mean, and they gave him the nickname Cheese Chomper. <laughs> It's not even a good nickname. No, but he wore it with pride. And it's honestly better, quicker, easier, more flavorful. I don't want to deal with the string in my cheese and the string in my teeth. The cheese string. Getting so flustered over this again. But so number one, I've never actually cooked potatoes either. So, you know, microwaving them, I can't say whether that's right or wrong. Um, I'm going to give my verdict right away. Not the asshole. And the person that reported her to HR over how she eats a potato? Are you kidding me? What the hell? Mind your own business, Karen. Like, like what? Why are you watching her eat her lunch? Let her eat her freaking potato however she wants to eat her potato. And what? She's sexy. This, huh. 
they're jealous, number one. They're probably jealous of her in some way or another to think that she's suggestively eating a potato. And what the hell constitutes a sexy potato? Yeah, I feel like um, someone's making something out of nothing here. Just feels a little extreme. I mean, I, I think that if someone in my office were eating a potato like a hot dog... I would, I would be distracted at first, you know, like that's, that's very different from how I've ever seen someone eat a potato before. Actually, that's not true. In high school, one of my best friends would eat raw potatoes like apples. So that's not even the weirdest way I've, yeah. I would have seen someone eat a potato. Gave me the full um. body chills, but more power to <laughs> them because it's not my thing, but that doesn't mean it can't be somebody else's thing. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a potato. Like I, it's a fucking potato. Have they ever watched someone eat a banana before? Like, are you upset by someone eating a banana? Because it's the same. Is she tonguing this potato? <laughs> I don't think so. She's eating a potato. Is she like vying for this this person's position or this I've... person's boyfriend or this person's life? Like, who cares about how she's eating this potato? You know what a normal person would do? A normal person would go up. If so, I'm not a normal person, but you know what I would do? If I saw somebody eating a potato like a hot dog, I would go up to them and I'd be like, huh, I've never seen somebody eat a potato like that. I'd start a conversation, learn that she learned it from her Japanese parents. I would become more cultured. We'd have a deeper connection. I wouldn't report her to HR. You know what? I might even try it. I will eat a potato sexily and we'll post it. I got to buy a potato. But you know what? Let's <laughs> social media content. We're going to buy potatoes. We're going to microwave them and we're going to eat it like this person ate it. Right. And then we'll have other people judge us and say if we're eating it too sexy or if the potato is sexy. Just because it's a lump does not mean it's inherently sexy. I lost you right there, didn't I? <laughs> She just has like this blank stare on her face. I was just trying to connect how I don't think it's it's looking like a lump that makes it sexy. I think it's the opposite of that. Because it does. So, hmm. so new question. What constitutes a sexy potato? Well, she said she eats it like a hot dog. But so. the coworker went as far as to say she was specifically picks, er, picking out sexy potato. Oh, I see. Yes. It looks like a... You, did you not get that before? No. Did you not get that when I was talking about the banana? I'm a, No, I'm naive. <laughs> and I was too concentrated on how somebody would report her to HR. But now I get it. You're talking about the D. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll throw it out there. <laughs> um, you know... Does that change your opinion at all now no, that you let, understand it? Let I'm sorry. I It's, it's a woman, right? Yeah. Let the woman eat her potato however she wants. I don't assume she's like tonguing it while she eats it. And if that's how she wants to eat it, it's if she, it's not like she's going out in front of everybody and being like, look at me eat this potato. You know? No. She's eating it at her desk. Let her eat it at her desk. All right? Don't go reporting to HR about how somebody eats a potato. Not the asshole. I agree. I could rant about this all day. Just the, the chutzpah, and not good chutzpah, of somebody <laughs> reporting to HR how somebody else eats their starchy vegetables. No, not the asshole. The other woman is the asshole. Case closed. Well, besides the, the final opinion. Yeah, I'd say not the asshole pretty swiftly. Next question. No offense, but you are a stupid asshole. Am I the asshole for publicly proclaiming I worship Satan to spite a real estate agent? 
So some backstory. I, 38 female, own a house in a nice neighborhood. On the outside, it's a nice, cute suburban home. I live in this house alone and have for over 10 years. I never have parties or late night visitors. I'm friendly with everyone on the street and I even watch their cats and water their plants while they're gone. But admittedly, it took a while to build this relationship with them. I'm a tattoo artist and my body is literally covered in tattoos, save for my face. Some of the neighborhood kids think I'm a witch and no one corrects them because they think I'm a good fun witch and it's cute. So the story. The family immediately next to me moved out of town for the husband's work and their house is now for sale. It's been for sale for over a month and there is a constant stream of people in and out. Our driveways are next to each other, so I can't leave the house and go anywhere without passing by someone viewing the house or walking through a crowd of people for an open house. It's still in the 90s here, so I haven't exactly been dressed conservatively, which means lots of visible tattoos. Over the weekend, I was coming home and the realtor stopped me in my driveway. She asked me if I could try to stay inside when potential buyers were outside because I was scaring them off. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, some of them had made comments about not wanting to live next to me. I laughed and told her unless she was going to pay me to miss work and run errands for me, I'd continue to live my life. She huffed about me making her job hard and left. I was pretty mad, so I posted about it on Facebook. A friend of mine who prints commented on the post and said he'd make a lawn sign that says something like, in this house we worship Satan, to piss off the realtor. It got a lot of, a lot of comments backing the idea, and I said, absolutely, make it and I'll put it up. Today, one of the neighborhood moms texted me about my Facebook post and said she's on my side with the realtor thing, but asked me not to put up the sign because she doesn't want to explain what it means to her kids and that she thinks it'll offend the older people in the neighborhood. Um, I was 100% for the sign idea, but now I feel like I'll be ruining the goodwill I've built with my neighbors if I put it up. So Reddit, am I the asshole for putting a Satan worshiping sign in my yard to piss off my neighbor's realtor? Okay, I just want to want to jump right in here and say that I had already made up my mind as soon as oh, yeah. the realtor said that they wanted her to stay inside. Oh, yeah. Um, that not about that. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, not really, but like. This is 2020. What? People can have tattoos. Also, just. Mind your fucking business. Like, yeah. if people, if people, like, are you going to ask her to move? Because right. if the people looking at that house don't want to live next to someone who has all those tattoos, they shouldn't buy the house. Yeah, right. Like, what? So, so say she went inside, right, and and didn't do anything, and these people move in. What if they then see her and they're like, well, why, why didn't anybody tell us that we're moving next door to somebody covered in tattoos? We don't approve of that. That's a story in and of itself. But... Then if I was that family, I hope I never would be, but I would assume they'd go after the real estate agent and be like, why didn't you tell us that this woman next door is covered in tattoos? So one, not very good at your job, real estate person. Number two, don't judge a book by its cover. Number three, not your house, all right? Not the house you're selling, so buzz off. Ooh, these are like making my skin crawl. So she kind of read over all the titles of these this morning to see which ones I'd want, and I I laughed at that one because I was like, ooh, this, yeah, this could could be a double whammy no after reading it no like i don't i don't people people what are you doing just let others live their lives please if you can't sell the house because the woman next door is covered in tattoos and guess what it's not the nice woman next door you're just really shitty at selling houses okay or you have some really shitty clients also yes you're not going to the right people which goes back to you're really bad at your job all right all right i think all of us here have tattoos and you know what we're all nice people before i had a tattoo i didn't judge people with tattoos i always loved people with the I stopped being able to hear you.
Well, when you record over the internet, uh, crashes are bound to happen sometimes. <laughs> uh, back on track we are, but my internet decided to just take a, a dump right in the middle of Surprisingly, that's the first time that's happened. Right? This is what, episode 22? Two seasons, yeah. That's a pretty good batting average of successful <laughs> run-throughs of not the internet crashing. Um, is the internet the asshole? I say yes. We pretty much discussed that whole that whole last one in depth, though. We pretty much already came to our verdicts. Uh, we'll just give them real quick, and then there's one more quick one that we will do to close the show. As far as, is she the asshole? She is... Not the asshole. Absolutely not. And the opinion of our question asker? I would agree, not the asshole. And this person actually posted an update, which I saved for last because I thought that'd be fun. Uh, They said, y'all are definitely right that it isn't worth risking my neighborhood relations to spite the agent. But the woman whose house is for sale just called me to apologize. She said someone sent her my Facebook post. She doesn't use Facebook. I suspect it was the mom who texted me, but she didn't say and I didn't pressure her. She called the real estate company and told them she wants the agent off the sale. So, hey. hey. And they're going to replace her with another agent. She said she told them this is a tight-knit community and she wouldn't want to sell her house to anyone who wasn't going to be respectful of her former neighbors. And that if they can't find an agent who can accomplish that, she'll find another company. So crisis averted. Karma is good today. I'll still probably put the sign on my private back patio, though, because it's hilarious. <laughs> there is good in this world. Not the asshole. All right, question number five. Are you just an asshole? Is that Am I the asshole for giving my old, slightly damaged MacBook to my cat and not my sister? (laughs) Okay, so I know this sounds a little ridiculous, so bear with me. Just last week, I purchased a new MacBook for myself. My old one lasted me five years and is still technically working, but due to some water damage, the speakers are completely fucked. The screen flickers quite a bit when not charging, and overall, it's just slow. I have no use for it anymore. Regarding my cat, so I live in a fairly small apartment, and although it has windows, there really isn't much to see besides a few trees and the parking lot lot, really. I got my cat a few months ago and have a cat tree by the window, shelves in space so she can climb up high, and quite a few toys I play with. At first, my cat had no problem hanging by the window, but eventually I noticed she started to get bored, and while I'm in the middle of working, she would constantly meow or do mischievous things. I put on a cat TV a few times for her and noticed she really enjoyed it and would stare at it for hours. However, I would put this on my new TV as this was really the only free screen I had. She would at times pounce at the TV, almost knocking it back. After I got my brand new laptop, I figured I'll barely get anything for selling my old one. I might as well use it for my cat. It's working great. I put on cat TV on YouTube and have the back of the laptop screen against the wall beside me. So while I'm working, she just sits there looking at the screen, occasionally pawing at it, then falling asleep. Of course, I still play with her and give her plenty of pets, but I found this is a great way to keep her mentally stimulated. This also prevents any concern of her damaging my electronics or hurting herself. I took a photo of her sitting and looking at the laptop because it looked like she was hard at work and thought it was funny and sent it to my family. My brother and my Mom laughed, but my sister messaged me. Her sister says, Hey, you gave your MacBook to your cat? Me. Yes, mine was pretty banged up and I needed a new one, and this one keeps her occupied. Sister. Okay, well, if you're no longer using it, can I have it? Me. Well, there really is no point considering there are so many issues with it. It's not like the cat owns it. I just use it for her to keep her occupied when I feel like she needs to see more than just the parking lot. Sister. So you're gonna keep it for your cat rather than give it to me who needs it for school. MacBooks aren't cheap. Me. I'm aware they aren't cheap, but there are other companies. This basically went on for a bit until she said, 
said I was being an inconsiderate asshole. If the MacBook was in better condition, I would totally give it to her. But fixing the screen and the speakers and replacing the battery will cost about the same or more as a mid-range Windows laptop. My mom and brother just kind of laughed at it and said not to worry, but my sister is, bring, is being pretty cold with me. Am I the asshole? Uh, first off, you don't want a MacBook. Get yourself a PC. Number two, I still think that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> would you give an old laptop to Ellie? I mean, yeah. I mean, I would totally give an old, I mean, I have an old Mac. Oh, you know what? I have an old Mac laptop. Maybe I should play cat YouTube TV. Dude, I have an old shitty laptop in my basement too. Do you have it for Ellie? I could. I think we just found another post for the week. I think we found <laughs> another post for the week, seeing if our cats actually want our old laptops. I will 100% go dig it out of the basement for Ellie. I don't know if Ellie would watch it or not. I don't think Pumpkin would watch it. Bear has swatted at the mouse on my screen before and tried to chew on it, so I think he would watch it. I knew there was dog TV. I never thought about whether there was cat TV, but apparently there is. I know that cats like to watch screens. My mom has like an app on her phone that's like an aquarium that her cat mm -hmm. likes to play with and it's specifically Ooh. made for cats. So when she touches the fish, they like swim away. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Ellie's never really been interested in that kind of thing. The only time she ever watches TV is when she's super high on catnip. But then I think it's just because the walls are moving and she thinks mm. that she's like on acid. So what we've got to do tonight is give our cats catnip and then turn on cat TV. <laughs> I think that's the only time Ellie would watch it. That's number one. Number two, as long as she explained to her sister what she said at the end of the post where it's got all this broken, you know, the broken screen, the broken speakers, all of these things that the repairs are going to equate to a brand new better laptop. I don't think she's the asshole. But if she didn't explain that to her sister, then I think they're both the asshole. I think the sister needs to calm down a little bit. Yeah, it sounds to me like more of a miscommunication, like she didn't right. really explain to her sister the extent of like the shittiness of this laptop. And it also sounds like her sister's being a little unreasonable. Yeah, there was a lot of passive aggressiveness in those texts, which it's easy to be like that is a conversation either for in person or on the phone. Mm hmm. There's not much to dissect there, honestly. It's no. funny. The cat part of it's funny. I think <laughs> the titles are what's so funny about these. So I think it's it's kind of a, a double-sided. I think as long as she explained it to her sister, I would say not the asshole. If she didn't really explain it to her sister and those texts seem kind of passive aggressive to me, you know what, I'm gonna dish it out. Both the asshole, boom. Yeah, I think they're both just being a little bit too passive aggressive. Yeah, somebody needs to to get on the, the, the couch and hold hands until they're done arguing. That's what my mom used to make us do. And let me tell you what, <laughs> the arguing stopped really fast. That's what needs to be employed right there while the cat watches its cat TV. You know who's not the asshole in this situation? The, the cat. cat. It's living its best cat life, let me tell you. And before we go to our closing announcements, we have the final verdict from Miss Hillary Pellegrin. I'm gonna go with a super strong, not the asshole. It's the original poster's property and she can do whatever the hell she wants with it. Her sister is not entitled to that stuff at all. So strong, not the asshole from me. If you liked what you heard today, make sure you check us out on all of our social media pages. We have them listed every time we post an episode. Make sure you share it with your friends. We just like having a good time, and we want all of you to have a good time, too, while you're listening. So, Natalie, what did we learn today? We learned that potatoes can be sexy, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can. <laughs> <laughs> We also learned that sometimes Robbie's a little slow on the uptake when it comes to um, sexual innuendo. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we learned, not something we learned, but let me throw in a quick plug for our sticker giveaway. That's something they're about to learn. We learned that you can get a free Hit and Run podcast sticker. All you have to do is write a review for the Hit and Run podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or Podbean. Wherever you listen to your podcast, write a review for us. Take a screenshot and send it to us on Facebook Messenger, or you can send it to us via email at hitandrunshow at gmail.com, and we will send you a sticker. So that's something we learned today. We also learned that you can't 100% depend on the internet, but apparently you can about 98% of the time. We learned that people need to take a chill pill at work. Karen, don't go reporting people for how they eat their starches, all right? Let's everybody just calm down a little bit. Let her eat her potato however way she wants, whether it looks sexy to you or not. And we also learned that you can get a sticker. Remember to sign up and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>